0: Cool. So yeah, uh, let's go ahead and get started. Um, thank you for joining us, the Humanians. We are still waiting for Flosy. I believe Wiley said that uh, Un- Uncanny Country Club was joining us tonight as well, right? They should be. Yeah, I, I, they're they're not in here. I haven't heard from him. I don't know if he's heard from them. Yeah. Uh, so if I... not, the Humanians have
1: a, a full hour. You ready to fill it?
0: Uh, i have no
2: problem with talking i can talk for eight hours if you want me to no problem
1: (laughs) perfect
0: (laughs) yeah i'm the the same way i I can talk forever so uh and and i'm def. i definitely do like the more intimate sessions too because you can really dive into stuff more than just the project even you know some personal stuff and 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 that's always uh fun and kind of gives a good background for anyone who is listening and we can go back through and uh listen through listen to these and we we also put these on Spotify, we put them on YouTube, we put them everywhere, so it's it's nice to you know be able to go back through and listen to them. Um, so yeah, so before we get started, I typically kind of just run through who we are and what we're doing. We don't really talk about ourselves too much during these. We like to talk about uh, the other projects that we feel are potentially undervalued projects that are doing some cool stuff for the space. So um, be- before we get into that and get into what you guys are doing, I'll just kind of tell the, the crowd here. Uh, who we are. So we're the janitors. Uh, we are pre-mint project. We have our uh, planning for 4444 in our collection at a mint price of 0. 044 And um, every single week, the community will vote on a project we feel is an undervalued project. The community wallet will then go and sweep the floor of that project and we'll raffle the NFTs back off to our community immediately. Uh, it's, it's a super fun concept. We see a lot of people that really like the concept. We haven't necessarily seen it in the space the way we're doing it. And uh, it, it's, it's something that's fun and engaging in a time where the NFT space seems like uh, you know a lot of people are stressed out or there's a, a lot going on or they've lost some money. And now we're giving people an opportunity, whether they're newcomers or in the space for a while, uh, but don't necessarily want to. Uh, spend too much ETH or spend too much money an opportunity to hold one janitor and every single week it acts as a lottery ticket for you to potentially win NFTs and not only that you get to kind of deep dive into some of these projects that may be undervalued projects and even if you don't win an NFT that week you can still say hey this is a cool project I like the founders we listen to them speak they seem like they're great Um, they have a lot of cool things going on. Maybe I'll hop in and and join this project as well. So, uh, and that's kind of what we do. We shed light on under undervalued projects on projects that we think are led by great leaders and we kind of uh, bring them to light and, um, show our community, Hey, this is a project that's going to be here for a while. It's going to last and the leaders are fantastic. And, uh, we always say we bet on people. So we like to uh, really find people that resonate with us and, uh, are are doing some good for the space so without further ado tonight we have the humanians on and um funny story about the humanians uh someone brought uh the mint into our discord a little while ago and uh well not a little while ago actually it might have been a week ago at the most i'd say and um it looked like a really cool concept it looked like they were doing some really cool things and we ended up as a community pre you know we're pre-mint still so as a community we all kind of went in and uh, swept the floor a bit a little bit even before we've minted out and we actually as a community pretty much brought the floor back up to above the mint price and i think we might have given you guys some steam there to get some more mints going and um, our community is super pumped about what you guys are doing and uh one the art is really cool but you're also doing some other cool stuff so you know without further ado i'll i'll um i'll hand it over to josh and let him talk about what what you guys are doing
2: yeah thank you so much for the intro i really appreciate that what a cool concept for a project it's funny uh, i have our our community manager he's in he's in the chat as well his name is thomas uh i always see him like referring to what he's, he's talking to some of the members of discord he always says like looking for janitors with a little broom next to them. I, I was trying to figure out what it, meant, what it meant at first, but this was before I heard about your project, and then it, it all came to like my mind. I was like, oh, okay, janitors, broom, sweeping, okay. And then I heard about your project. I was like, okay, what a great name for the project. It actually makes so much sense. Right. Uh, and we I a- love this. I
0: believe we actually um, messaged your community manager as well and kind of just gave him a little rundown on the project. I don't think he... Um, had heard of us yet either so I appreciate him kind of uh, giving you guys a little rundown on what we're doing so definitely appreciate that.
2: Yeah no absolutely and and I'm glad he did and thank you guys for reaching out. I think you know as a well let me give let me give a brief rundown of what the Humanians is first. So um, we have four founders plus our artist who is part of our core team as a founder as well Um, and we are all based in Bali, Indonesia for the core team. Um, we operate like very web to structure and the fact that we have like all of our team is in an office together. We have about 30 of us in an office plus uh, different people around the world. So um, yeah, th- the idea is that we created this company uh, about four or five months ago called Odd One Out Labs and Odd One Out Labs is a NFT collective that basically aims to release collections and help others release collections that have uh, a arm or a part of the collection that has some kind of social impact for in real life. Now, social impact, we can say that in many different ways. Um, For the humanians, our first collection, we chose uh, to bring awareness to body dysmorphia. And body dysmorphia is basically when a person as a human finds something in their own appearance that they perceive as being wrong or being ugly or not being good compared to how they view other people. And they, they find something uh, with themselves that they, like, obsess over to the fact that they don't think they're beautiful. They don't think that they're, you know, and, and the 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 differing severities between people is is really big. Some people, it's just something small, like, I don't like my nose. Other people can get – it can become very severe and become dangerous uh, as well. Um, and all of us as core team, we've all worked in the fashion and entertainment industry for – I mean, myself for the last uh, – 13, 12, 13 years. And my partners and I, we all worked in fashion and, and film production as well. And same with our artist, Amber. So we, you know, we've been watching media and we've been a part of a lot of it. Um, and you know, media has really skewed the perception of what it means to feel beautiful to to outsiders, right? So through advertising and through social media and filters and billboards and Photoshop. And it's kind of given the younger generation, and it affects people of all ages, but uh,
0: specifically the younger
2: generation, um, this skewed perception on what it is to be beautiful. And the idea for the project is kind of us coming forward as founders and saying, hey, you know, we've been in the entertainment industry, in the fashion industry. Uh, we've been a part of this. We have clients that reach out to us with specific casting briefs, or we have a photo or a video that they ask us to edit a certain way. Um, and we have done this, right? And it's, it, it's us coming forward as founders and saying, you know, it's it's time for a change, and this like idea that you have to look the certain way, or you must have a uh, skinny skinny waist, or people that are uh, trying to achieve for light skin, things like this, this shouldn't exist in the world. And and the whole concept of what we're doing is that uh, no matter where you're from, what you do, what you look like, you should have a place where you feel uh, is all inclusive to you. Like you can belong somewhere and be respected. And and be appreciated as a human being, no matter what you do or where you come from, or what your financial status is, or what you can afford. Like this is all uh, something that's uh, inclusive within the ethos and the heart of the project and what we're trying to achieve long term. Awesome. Um, so, so that is a basic rundown of what we're doing for the Humanians. But out Labs, like the the concept, is that when we do future projects, we will. Uh, always pick a different social impact. So originally, before we chose body dysmorphia, we had we had other ideas too, like environmental, uh, medicinal. You know, like cleaning plastic from the ocean or saving forests from deforestation, deforestation areas. Uh, also, you know, medical research, cancer research, things like this is too, as well. So I'm excited to see where the road takes us and what we do for the next the next collection. But uh, one collection is a lot of work, <laughs> so it's not something where we're going to come out with one every couple months, uh, maybe every every one year or once every two years, something like this, because we really, really want to focus on quality over quantity and to develop our universe that we're creating with humania and the humanians and go from there. So that's a quick rundown of, of what we're doing.
0: Yeah. So with that, um, with odd one out labs, have you guys considered, um, you know, not necessarily having to uh, build another project yourself, but potentially bringing on other projects that have, that are doing some, you know, some similar type of stuff, or backing them in some sort of way, whether it be uh, with some of your uh, team members helping them out with marketing or whatever may it may be. Uh, but instead of having to create a new collection, you're now maybe investing in other collections that are uh, doing some similar type of stuff that you would potentially do with your next collection.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, as, us as a, as founders, we're all we all have a few different businesses, so we're all entrepreneurial spirits. Um, but I think there's not a limit to what Autonaut Labs can do. You know, we also we also offer like services within the NFT and crypto world. So blockchain development or marketing or uh, strategy advisory, uh, these kinds of things with us or our partners or, or our freelancers that we use as well. So, um, yeah, we're completely open. And since we started to develop this project, we've got quite a, quite a few uh, requests for Autonaut Labs on other projects. And um, we're completely open. But at the time being, our primary focus is our own project yeah i want to make that clear because we want to make this i mean we have such a great community that stood by us during our mint day being one of the, maybe one of the worst days in market history <clears throat> and then our reveal day our planned reveal day being when the big crash happened uh, last week and um you know some things have had to shift it shift and it hasn't been like the easiest process for all of our community members but we really really appreciate and uh you know what they've done for us and how they've stuck through the collection and us as a team what we stand for has been amazing so i want to make sure that we give back to them as investors in time and investors in in money and emotions into our project uh, first um but yeah as we develop and as we grow of course it's something that we will we will consider forward as well
0: yeah so how uh, how so speak talking about the Humanian Collection, how far along are you guys in the mint right now? So I know you are you still have some to mint, but you're fairly close to being minted out, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, wow, this this last week or so has been pretty crazy process. Um, you know, it wasn't ever anything we could have expected to get to this point. Um, we, we really believe in our project, and of course um, we have a community that does too. But uh, given the market situation at the time when our mint happened, there was a series a series of unfortunate events that unfolded um but you know as as founders and a core team it, it doesn't stop us it doesn't demotivate us if anything I, I think for myself it motivates me more because i really 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 want to take care of the people that uh, believe in the project and what we're doing so in our mint process right now we're about i think almost 90 uh sold out like 88 percent something like this um but actually, given the situation, uh, we are going to be closing our public sale, closing our mint today at, well, 4 p.m. Bali, which is 4 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, which is about six and a half hours from now. Um,
0: yeah, we made, some, we made some decisions as
2: a community early on with our, with our mint and our mint strategy. And then after going into Reveal, we made some uh, decisions as a team on what we do. So... We feel confident, like at at this place where we're at, I think the t- term minting out is subjective to everybody on what it means to them. So for us, of course, there's a lot of there's a lot of benefits to the project in minting out, being able to bring more people into our family, um, still keep our loyal members, but you know, as an all inclusive uh, project, it's important to us to be welcoming to everyone. So the the possibility. And the power of what we can do as a project long term it doesn't rely solely on minting out and i think this concept is is very different to everyone but to us um the idea of minting out is just to close our close our doors to the mint process so we could push move forward um you know we have a lot of our roadmap that's in development and what happens is as our mint process is much longer now than we uh, early anticipated we're giving a lot of energy and effort to the mint um, while we're still doing the roadmap but our roadmap development could go more if this mid when this mid process is done so we have a lot of announcements and roadmap development and some cool things that are not even on our roadmap that we want to discuss and share with everyone so today when the mid closes we're happy to to move forward and start getting into the, the fun part of the project which is
0: developing growing
2: making products um, which are already in
0: process so I'm really excited about it that. right that's what um. So it's funny in this space, everyone is so worried about mint, right? Everyone is so worried about minting out and, um, and getting to the mint and making sure the mint goes smooth and everything like that. And, and it is, it's really important. But the true work of the business and the startup, which NFTs are, that's kind of what they are, starts when the mint closes, right? That's when, okay, now it's time to build, right? Um, and I th- and I think it's kind of a weight off your shoulders too once that Mint closes up and you say, okay, now let's all get to work, right?
2: Absolutely. And I think, you know, us as, as a founders and core team, we're not really, okay, we, we know that uh, our NFT project, what it stands for and what it is and what we're going to do. And we all are on the same vision when it comes to what we're developing and what we're building. Um, and we're really here for long term. So when I think about Mint, whether it's, one day or one week or two weeks or whatever it is, um, at the end of the day, it's a very small percentage of the length of what our process is. It's a very short time span in what we're doing long-term. Uh, however, you know, in this time as founders, our goal is to develop the project for our community, right? However, when we're in this mid-process, there's a lot of things that come into play. Like me personally, I'm not the type of person on, on, I mean, I hold a couple hundred NFTs from, from different projects and, and, and different things, but I have never been the type of person that cares only about floor price because I usually, in my personal NFT exploration, I am not uh, caring about only the financial aspect of it. But there's something to be said that we, the NFT projects are a part of the crypto uh, world. you know. So for a lot of people, and for the general public, there is this this view of, okay, has it gone up and has it gone down? And I, I don't like to look at floor price and, and assess, like, if a collection is good or a project is good based on floor price, because I don't think it matters. It might just be the market sentiment at the time. Uh, it might be, look, I mean, in the situation for the last two weeks, I think every single project in the whole space has gone down, which is, right. It, it's okay, because the projects that are that will thrive in the long term, are the, are the projects that don't get rattled by temporary um, market situations, right? So yes, some things happen. Sometimes it goes up, sometimes it goes down. But when the mint process is over and when it's done, this is when the real work starts. And this is, you know, I always think of it as like, all right, so we have this product when you're in pre-mint, which you guys are as well. And we are basically pitching a business plan to potential investors, to members of, this is what we want to do, this is what we want to build. Do you want to be a part of it? the NFT is your ticket to be a part of our, of our family. Right. Right. And now that we're there and the mint is done uh, in six and a half hours, then we, we push forward in development. So this is a really, really exciting time for us to give back to the community and to give back to people who need our help in the real world and to form new partnerships and collaborations with, with other projects like the janitors that are doing really cool things too, and helping, uh, helping maybe new users or experienced users, find those types of projects that are, um, you know, diamonds in the rough or like the ones that are just undervalued and yeah we're looking to build long term so i'm really not phased by what one week or two weeks does but that being said uh, i do understand that some people in the community might be phased and i think as a founder or a co-owner of a, of a project it's quite important for founders to also uh, empathize with their community, right so we want to make sure that everybody is taken care of we want to make sure that everyone um everyone's like feelings are heard but at a certain point we need to do what's best for the project for long term because uh there's some people that don't see what we're doing you know they see what we announce and they see what we talk about in the discord but there's so many things happening behind the scenes that not everybody sees so knowing all aspects of what's going on uh some choices we need to make as a founder's team on how we move forward how we progress to hit our long-term goals uh which is what we're doing so
0: Absolutely. So yeah, let's, let's, uh, let's talk about uh, what's next for the Humanians. So six hours from now, the Mint's closing, right? Um, and it's going to be done. So then you're going start to the, start the building. That's when the building really starts. So uh, maybe this is a little too much alpha for you that you can't really release. But uh, looking at the roadmap, you know, what's the next step for you guys? What, uh, what happens after the Mint closes on? What are you guys working on?
2: Sure. Actually, what I'm what I'm working on today is I'm, I'm working on putting a new kind of like roadmap development uh, into our website. So I'm trying to I'm working with our developer to kind of put this like uh, what our roadmap consists of in each category. So whether that is like metaverse or it is um, NFT world or it is in real life or it is a social impact and what's in process and what's happening later and what's been completed. So. Um, I think when we developed our roadmap, we put it in these phases, phase one, phase two, phase three, which are the items on the roadmap we are still doing at a minimum, right? Uh, like the minimum that we will do. But that being said, the order has shifted a little bit because our community's desires and the market has changed completely from when we made our roadmap. So the order of phases has changed a bit too. So the immediate things that are important to us, uh, number number one is is take care of our community and our social cause, Yeah. So we next week, I'm heading to London with Roman, who is our content director, one of the founders uh, who does all of our video content. And we're meeting with our charity partners uh, to develop the roadmap of what they're going to do with the funds, to integrate some of their um, resources and, and what they can do to help our community within our project and how we will go forward to help their community and their members who need help in real life with our nonprofit partners. Um, so that's coming up next week. The big one for for community and members that we're working on now is more of our uh staking the and the marketplace development so we we started our staking development before we minted with our developer who also built our contract so now we're, we're getting to the point today i'm going to make an announcement on, on when exactly that will be released and when it will be live so that our users who will stake their nfts can generate change token which is our internal off-chain token that will be used for a marketplace to be able to claim items and services uh, that we will offer moving forward as a project. So for marketplace items, we're looking at, um, you know, whitelists for other projects coming up, which we're definitely going to get janitors on there for sure. <laughs> and uh, we're also looking at merch items, uh, charity donations, donations. Um, mental health and wellness applications such as counseling services, yoga services, coaching for life and whatnot. So having these different categories that kind of uh, resonate with different types of demographics of the community members that we have because everybody is in it for a different reason and we want to make sure to tick as many boxes as we can to resonate with different member's needs. So um, this is the big one that's going live and it'll be it'll be ready really soon actually. We we're just in final testing. I had a... Call call with our developer yesterday and was doing some screen sharing with him and he was showing me all the functionality and it's really cool so I'm, I'm pretty excited to
0: put this out. Awesome. So uh so change token and and it'll be used uh, uh in the marketplace. It's it's not going to be an on-chain um tradable token. It'll just be in your ecosystem used on your marketplace, right?
2: Yeah. yeah, correct. So change token is a token to make change. And what that means to everybody is a little bit different, but for us it's or it's, it's not a non-chain token that has a financial value to it. It's a, it's a token that we can use within our own ecosystem to be able to um, benefit uh, others, the community, or the members themselves, which all of those are completely fine to do. And, and, and each member can choose at their own what they would like to do with it. Um, but yeah, and also this is in the plan for Autonaut Labs and future projects that we uh, develop or with projects that we work with. We will integrate this change token into other ecosystems as well. So, this can
0: be used cross platform into multiple projects uh, long term. Awesome. And so, then also, you, it looks like you guys are planning uh, to do some NFT World stuff. So, what's the plan there? Yeah, so we, um,
2: our metaverse development is basically an extension of our Discord. So, it's more of a social drive hangout spot. So, we purchased NFT Worlds uh, a few days after we opened our Mint. And now it's staked and in our community wallet and earning worlds token. So this will do a few things. So the worlds token will be able to be claimed by users as well, uh, split in, but also the NFT world is in our metaverse development. We're working with a couple developers now, we're yet to choose the exact one we're gonna work with um, in building our metaverse world, which is Humania. And this is kind of where our community members can, extension of our discord in the conversations, the seminars, uh, all the different all the different community activities that we have will be brought into uh, the metaverse as well. So what we're building is a version of Humania, which is our developed, let's say city that has event spaces, uh, arcades, games, beaches, activities you can do within the city. Uh, also we will use this for uh, seminars and any events we have moving forward and then it, kind of moves into what we call Zen zones, which are these different environments connected through a series of trails um, that are for your mental health and wellness. So uh, we have like a forest area and a desert area, a canyon, snowy mountains, jungle, this kind of uh, nature areas. So the idea was that, you know, in real life, if we're ever dealing with something or we're spending too much time at work or we finally get off to the weekend, a lot of us, tend to go to nature to let our minds unwind. And as the NFT space and Web3 develops and people are spending more time in the metaverse, it's still quite new now, but it will exist more later, uh, and forward thinking is quite important, it's how do we still allow our minds to be at ease um, and to get some of the you know, positive energy that, that nature gives us while we're in the metaverse. So building these applications so you could still feel like you were getting that Zen and that peace in different areas is, is quite important to us as well. So that is what we are building on NFT worlds. And there is a really, another really cool, um, portion to this, which we haven't, well, which we haven't talked about yet.
0: So <laughs> I can't talk about it yet. You, you can't talk about it yet. yet. That's, that's, I mean, p- I
2: could, but I can't.
0: <laughs> the, the, the team might be like, come on, man, come on.
2: <laughs> no, um, it will come out soon, but, uh, you know, for me, the big thing is that I want to we – have, we have so much stuff that we're developing that we're doing. Um, however, a lot of the announcements have been, like, stagnated by the fact of our mint process, right? Yeah. So right. when our mint closes today is when I have just so many, like, announcements ready to go and ready to give out on updates of what's going on. And this is really where we will start to, to work with the community on what we're doing and to, to update everyone on what's happening. Because for the time being, the last 10 days, 12 days have been taken up solely by Mint and community members thought of floor price and reveal. And I understand these are part of NFT projects and they're part of starting to build. However, um, that's not the reason why we exist as a project. I know it's part of it, and we, we go through it and we, we get there. And it's important to us too because we want the project to be successful um, for whatever any member's reason is that they got in the project, whether that be financial or social impact or uh, for the art or for the utility. It, it's equally important to us, um, but that's not the reason why the project is created. Is not centered around floor prices, right?
0: right. But I'm a
2: firm believer that if we build what we said we're going to build and we're building products that are cool and we're including our community um, in what we're building and we're thinking long-term, projects that succeed are the ones that push forward with what they want to do and they build this community and they build this strength and they build this power and you know everyone is at different speeds depending on market sentiment right because the only thing that we can't judge is what is the market public sentiment going to feel like when this project reveals or mints or makes this announcement at whatever time based on what else is happening in the world or in web3 or another project and this is something we can't control and it's something that i don't I don't like to put at the front of making our decisions you know what i mean yeah and
0: you know it, it's it's like i always say too uh so now is the time to build right a, a lot of projects are kind of like well let's just pause what we're doing here and see what the market does well the reality is right now should be the time where you're really really building so when the market does change you're ready to go you've got everything ready to go because it's a good time right now to just build, build, build as a community, build as a team and, uh, and be ready to go when the market changes because anyone who's been in the space for any amount of time knows that there are super highs and there are super lows and they come and they go quick. So, you know, we could wake up tomorrow morning and all of a sudden floor prices are just booming. You know, you just you just never know what's going to happen. And it happens really fast. And the meta changes really quick. We could wake up tomorrow and all of a sudden pixel art is the big thing and everybody's buying, buying it left and right. Um, but but the important thing is like in, in a down market right now, uh, projects that are going to last are building and they're and they're focused on. Uh, growing what what they're doing right now, and and if they aren't, and they're pausing what they're doing, they're going to really struggle when the market does pick up.
2: Yeah, absolutely, and and what I've noticed in this in this market, everything moves like unbelievably quickly. You know, there's what what we what we do a month ago has changed so much on what people value today, and. And you know, like what one what happens one day to the next day, it changes so fast, and that's okay because it allows us to to adapt fast and to build fast. And I think the projects that will stay long are the ones that can can assess it and not become emotional over what the market does, but use it to their advantage. Say, okay, this is changing. So what are we going to do here? Let's do this. Okay. Let's do that. Let's let's grow new ideas. Let's ask the community here. Let's bring someone else on. And and that's 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 our goal and kind of our mission too on how we want to improve and how we want to build the project.
0: Yeah and, and it's also important to stick with your goals, your original goals of what you want to do and not try to kind of pivot uh, with the market because it does absolutely. because it does change so fast that if you try to yeah. pivot what you're doing, switch things around, a week later it could be completely different already and now you're like, well, that didn't work out. <laughs> yeah,
2: absolutely. I think, I think what's important is to stay with your goals, stay with your mission as a project. Uh, and what you want to do but uh, that being said like as things shift in the market don't let it control you but realize that there might there might be
0: some opportunities to expand on your current ideas. definitely so one thing that uh really that i really like about the project besides uh, you know the the charity donations and the uh and everything else that you guys are doing is the art can you can you talk about the art or is the artist uh, um you know on tonight or um, you know, can you tell us a little bit about the art because it's super unique, and I haven't seen anything remotely close to what it looks like, and um, it's it's really cool. And almost every single one looks so different than the other ones.
2: Yeah, I mean, our artist is is amazing. So her name is Amber Day. She goes by the pseudonym for this style of drawing as Bisbee. So she has her own illustration, and then she made this uh, this new style a few years ago, which which is the style what you're seeing in the art of the Humanians. Uh, she named the artist for this style she named bisbee because it was quite different from what she was doing so she also grew up uh her career started in the fashion world she was a fashion designer illustrator prop stylist working with a bunch of fashion brands and you know most most fashion illustrators they start drawing these what the collection will look like and typically this has all been like really skin like the the type of people she would draw are what you would see on like uh, fashion runways why right? white so like these really skinny tall like unproportionate uh people and and this is completely fine for people to look like that and you know to each their own whatever you want to do with your body it's your body you can do whatever you want um however she she was doing that for so long that she kind of came to adapt to this style when she had a client that reached out to run a freelance uh, i believe the first one was new yorker magazine where she first developed the style it was either new Yorker la times i don't remember the exact one um and she drew this style of uh, person or a human with these really like socially disproportionate um ratios you know like giant hands and and uh, small heads and and she had yeah. a lot of you know the client loved it and then instantly when it was released she had so many people that reached out to her and said like I'm so happy to see drawings of people that don't look like everything that's displayed in media and i i it really resonated with me i was able to connect with the art and connect with the product we're doing so she started to develop this style and she started to work with many clients in this style um so when we were looking for our artists actually as a collection it kind of went backwards a little bit as we decided we created the concept and what the collection would mean and the charity partnership uh, before we found the artist. So then after that, we looked for artists. And I think we went through maybe 10 to 20 different artists that we had samples drawn. So I basically explained what the collection was, what it meant to us when we were trying to portray, and then had the artists take that their own way and what it meant to them and and draw the art. And there was a lot of great submissions we had, but um, when we saw the one from Visby and what she did, Um, we felt like it was a perfect fit because it was it was an abstract um there was an abstract connection to what the core of the the mission was about body dysmorphia right so like having things that were not conceived normal uh, social norms or cultural norms but what we have created and what the community has felt towards it is that everyone is able to relate for a different reason right and for us it was really important to include lots of different traits and and lots of different things so in the long term the part of the reveal like for us what was important is a lot lot of collections um sell because of like rarity this is ranked number one or this is ranked number ten thousand, or somewhere in between uh and if people want to buy like that completely fine but for us it was more about um hoping that collectors would want to own a piece that meshed with their their version their vision of themselves whether that's how they actually looked or whether that's how they felt like that was their spirit animal and they wanted to be this way. But because of society, they live a different way or, you know. Um, So it's quite important to us to to make traits that people felt like they could connect with. And we wanted to be all inclusive of of cultures. Uh, We have some cultural items that range from like Native American to to different uh, Asian subcultures and different fashion and clothing styles that go from all around the world. And it's quite important to us to try to include as much as we could in the collection so originally we had like 15 1500 traits which is which is insane and yeah, that's, um, that's yeah so what we did is we we kind of grouped some of them together so if we look at like one item uh you know like we have this w- one item in the bottoms category called wild pants and then there's different variations of this there's some with flames or some with the uh, mount fuji illustration um some with the uh, more asian style clouds and whatnot so it was more to, to diversify the collection so people could
1: could relate
2: to it and all potential owners could find something that they felt like meshed with their version of theirself or something they wanted to be. And yeah, and celebrate equality in that as well. If you notice something for how we did the traits is that the skin for all of the human skin tones, there's no names for all of them. So whether the skin is quite fair or it's quite dark all the skin is named humanian skin because it doesn't matter what what your skin looks like or where you're from. We're all equal, right? So the equality is represented in the traits. It's represented in the arts. And that was something that we really wanted to push forward. People not to be able to search for dark skin or our light skin in their, in their process of buying, but we're all equal. It doesn't matter. It's just, it, it, it's just whatever resonates with you, go for it, take it, have it be part of you, have it be part of the, the collection and 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 your portfolio and whatever that means to you so yeah we love the art also and, and the reveal thing is really exciting for us and uh,
0: yeah, yeah with the art did you kind of give her like full creativity to to do what she wanted to do with it or did you guide her in a sense for what traits you specifically wanted to be involved in there and how did that process look
2: yeah, so, I mean, the art is all her. So she'd never done an NFT collection before. So uh, when we first started, I sat for a few days with her and explained, like, how the generatives will work, you know. So we have to have different layers. And, like, where the shirt ends need to line up where the hand is and every one because of the, the way that our software will piece them together in the end. But that being said, like, the first few weeks she was drawing, everything was completely her own. But at some point, you know, we're all working as a team. So she, she worked in the office sometimes, from our house sometimes. Um, you know there was also conversations about okay what other traits do we want to include Uh, what are some other cultures that I'm not thinking of you know so these types of things where we never influence the art but just as a team we all generate ideas and I think it's good to brainstorm together and bounce ideas off each other so
0: this was an important part of the process as well yeah absolutely well that's really cool you know like I said the art is really cool it's one of it's so unique, and every every one of the humanians is super unique, and you don't see two that are, you know, that really look remotely the same, which is really cool. Um, So I don't know how many traits you guys ended up settling on, but I'm assuming it's it's quite a bit. Um, are you guys on rarity tools or anything like that to where uh, people can actually expect their rarity?
2: Yeah, so we have an official partnership with Rarity Sniper, um, which after our reveal happened, we went through how because all of these sites they have like a kind of like a bot that will scrape a new collection when it's revealed and the metadata and it will it will decide the rarity so with our official partner we got to work with them on how the rarity system worked before they published it after our reveal happened so our official partner is rarity sniper um yeah so if 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 that is part of your buying process and you'd like to look for for that reason rarity sniper is the
0: the way to go yeah i for me, I'm definitely one of those buyers of NFTs that finds one that resonates with me. I know I do look at the floor because I'm, I'm cheap, and I do look at the floor, but it has to be somewhere around the floor. And then I try to find one that I like around the floor that kind of resonates with me. That's typically how I buy on, on OpenSea, unless I see one that I really, really like, then I'll, and I'll stretch it a little. Um, but for me, yeah. definitely.
1: I find the one that I wanna I wanna be like I'm looking at right now. I think it's a fox jacket (laughs) in a a cowboy hat with some Ah, flip flops. The the
2: red panda jacket.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I I, I looked at this at first and I I I researched the artist a little bit after but I was like that it looks like fashion drawings to me. Yeah and it's it's super, super fucking cool. Like I, I love it. I picked one up today, too, by the way, and I think I'll probably get another uh, one. Thank I, just, you so I much. love the art.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Thank you so much for supporting. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, the art is really cool. It's just, it's just super unique, um, which is definitely something that I look for, and especially in the space. I think people you know, are really concerned about utility and stuff like that nowadays, but I do think the art is still the number one thing that people look at first when they look at a collection and they say, hey, you know, do we like the art? Because it's hard to buy something if you don't like the art, right? Even if it does have some pretty cool utility, it's still kind of hard to buy it if you don't like the art.
2: Yeah, I mean, we're in a world, in the NFT world, it's, it's connected through digital, right? So uh, you're on your phone, you're browsing, same like with social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever it be. You scroll, you scroll, you scroll, you scroll, something catches your attention. And it doesn't mean that, I mean, if somebody heard about, on a twitter space or something that was based on audio and not something visual it's okay to go look at it but usually what catches your attention first is something that catches your eye and stimulates your brain and then you can make a decision from there on whether you like the project or not but yeah art is art is a big big important factor in a lot of of projects
0: right do you have any one-of-ones in the collection
2: we have 100
0: 100 one-of-ones nice
2: well they're not necessarily well we have 100 legendaries um and some of them have like multiple color ranges so you will see like some of the dinosaurs that come in a few variations and uh some some different uh characters that are in a few different variations but there is a hundred that are unique to the rest of the generative collection
0: that's really cool we we have uh we have quite a few one-of-ones too we actually have some guest artists on our in our collection who did some for us which we're really excited um ah, super cool yeah, so we we wanted to do something, you know, just cut. so our our utility is is super cool and super unique, but you know, it's like it's just like I said, I think people still look at the art as the first thing they look at, and so we wanted to make sure we had real um, cool art and some stuff that surprised people during the mint and so, and during the reveal. So we made sure to um, you know add some one of ones in there. I think how many do we have, Flossie? Uh, I think we have
1: about eighty now
0: wow that's yeah. crazy that's a lot
1: yeah cool. yeah it was... it's really cool I and love a that. few and are from are doing.
2: and it's good to keep those surprises long term right
1: yeah a few are from community members now yeah um, cool. which is How cool I, do. Do. <laughs> I mean we have a, a fan art uh channel on the discord and there's two people in there that consistently <laughs> are just making <laughs> janitors and so I felt like we should probably include them because they came up with some really cool ideas. Um, and anyone that makes us laugh is kind of considered for that. But we, we just added three from the community. So I'm pretty pumped about that. Yeah, they're funny too. They're really cool. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah wow, really that's also really
1: awesome. good. Like legit really cool artists.
2: Idea. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, we had so much cool fan art in, in, in our Discord leading up to our mid two and still some afterwards as well. Um, it's amazing how many how many talented people are but i always want to you know like inspire and motivate people that art is subjective like everything else right so it's it's good for you to if you like to draw or you like to make something digitally or whatever it is just do it you know because the good or bad is in your head and everybody has different tastes and everybody is subjective so if it's something you like to do don't let other people's um, perception and opinion uh, stop you from doing something you love so whatever that might be even if you draw really Really good stick figures. I mean, my drawing capability—I don't think to myself is very good, but I still like to do it. And I have like a doodle, like a little doodle journal, and I draw draw some like kind of like old school flash tattoo kind of um, stick figure stuff, and and I really enjoy it. And I, I bet you, if most people looked at it, they would be like, "Okay, this is weird," but I like it, so
0: I keep. Yeah, doing and it's doing it's right kind of like right. a, a mental break or a stress relief too. You know what I mean? So, um, absolutely, doing, writing for me is like that as well. You know, just just getting just writing anything whatever it is you know just getting in um just having a little time and just writing some stuff and i think it is important for people to do that kind of stuff regardless of if you think you're good or not
2: yeah yeah absolutely i think any any kind of creative creative outlet to get outside of of the real world and outside of your head is is always beneficial you know whether that be meditation or spending time with your family or making music or drawing art whatever it is these are things that our soul needs in order to um, sustain and to thrive long-term. So taking that time for yourself uh, is really important.
0: Yeah. So um, I'm going to uh, op- open it up here and see if anybody has some questions. Cause I could ask you questions all day and um, it's, it's, it's awesome, but I'd love to see if anyone else in the, in the space has any questions for you guys and see, um, you know, what kind of stuff they can come up with and, and, uh, and, and ask. So uh, I'll, I'll open it up here. Anybody who has any questions for the Humanians, uh, raise your hand or request to speak, and I'll let you ask some stuff. Or Flosie, if you have any, because I know you typically have a question or two. And usually, I take I take all the time and all the questions, and you're just sitting there, uh, maybe asleep.
1: Yeah, yeah, you were back. <laughs> you were back to back on this one, which was pretty unbelievable. <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> but. No, I'll I'll let some other people come up. I think you asked a lot of the stuff um, that that I was wondering, and it was. I mean, you have a lot of cool stuff going on. The art's great. Usually gets me looking at a project, um, but it's definitely like the founder for sure, and uh, what you have planned. So, I'm pretty excited for you guys. Thank
2: you so much. I really
0: appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, and so if 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 nobody else has anything, you know, we've we've talked for about an hour now. Typically we, we do, we have two or three projects on and everyone gets about 20 minutes. So I'd say we, uh, we, we hit a lot of stuff um, and we really appreciate having you on.
2: Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Really nice to meet you in person, not just over discord messages, but as you guys get to the point where you're getting into your mints, please let us know. We'd love to give some, some whitelist spots away to our community and get some of our community involved in your project as you've done the same to ours. And I always think it's important to, to pay it back and pay it forward as well. So uh, excited yeah. to work with, with you as a project in the future and see what we can do together.
0: Yeah, one last question I did have for you though. Um, and this one is kind of just for, for me uh, as, a, as a founder and as, a, as someone who's really focused on c- collaborations and marketing and developing our brand. You know, you guys did a really good job of getting your brand out there and growing your Twitter and growing your Discord. Is there anything specific that you found that really worked really well for you uh, to get your brand name out there and to grow your brand and um, and, uh, and and because you guys did do so well with that, and you just so happened to end up minting at a you know a tough tough time. But you did so well getting your brand name out there and growing your Twitter and your Discord. So, any uh, suggestions or um, you know tips you can give on that would be greatly appreciated. Sure,
2: I think I think for us the biggest thing has always been authenticity. So, as we like, as we started to develop our project and what it meant, what it stand for, uh, we just kind of had like the strategy structure and how we were going to release things, the voice and the tone of the brand. So it was important for us as You know, the voice and the tone of how the brand, it developed as like a mixture of the personalities between the artist and myself and and the other founders and the voice of the community together. Um, So I think a big part is having a voice and having a tone that's like how the brand is and how it's perceived. And it should be important that that is authentic, because in this day and age with the saturated market, uh, if you're not authentic, people can see through it, you know, and, and authenticity is really important to us. I will say that numbers-wise, if we're looking at numbers for, like, social media and things like this, um, we did a lot of collaborations with projects. I'm, I'm friends with the founders of, of a few few projects, like we do with Karafuru and crypto Moris, and we're doing another another giveaway with crypto Moris, uh today, a collaboration with them today.
0: Yeah. Um, I see somebody in the group with the crypto – in the Twitter spaces with the crypto Moris. Yeah, I Avatar. love it. We had them on, actually, and I, I know them fairly well as well. I know SAD. I know – Um, jflex i know those guys oh cool yeah nice. so i do know them pretty well i'm actually a mori holder myself as well as cool of the crypto part and that's funny i was going to suggest you guys collab with them because you're doing kind of a similar thing where they're really focused on with the mental mental health
2: health. space yeah for sure and we worked with them in the very beginning of our project maybe a month and a half two months before it minted. um but we're we're working with them again too but i think those those partnerships between projects are quite important and you know i found um as we as we developed like our social and our numbers that we did a lot of giveaways. And for example, like I think two days before our mint, uh, we're friends with the guys from, from, from Carrefour and uh, I ch- I text one of their founders. Uh, I text him like every day because I'm always curious about what they're doing and, and their experience. Because I think um, ego is important not to have an ego in this industry and to take advice from people who have already done it and uh, learn from their mistakes and their experiences and their uh, accomplishments. So um, we did, like I think two days before, Mint did a giveaway. They gave us a white whitelist spot to their upcoming 3D project. that launched yesterday. Yeah, um, and that just doing that one giveaway, we had like forty thousand new followers in like twenty four hours. Because what... the, you know the giveaway was like to retweet and and tag and like and just from that, like forty thousand people came. Now there's there's a difference in when we look at like followers and just perceived. Uh, Value based on okay, how many Twitter followers, how many people are engaged, is that when you do a lot of giveaways, you tend to uh, accrue followers, accumulate followers that care about only giveaways, right? So maybe those forty thousand people, only ten or twenty or a hundred of them actually know about a project or care about it or care anything that we post, right? So, um, yeah, I mean, there's different ways, but I think the biggest thing for us has always been authenticity and Gideon, Gideon collaborations and. And partnerships involved with other projects in the Web3 space, whether that is uh, alpha groups or NFT projects or anything in between. So yeah, open cool. the doors, become friendly, throw your ego in the garbage because it doesn't matter here <laughs> and uh, and push forward if what you want to do Be authentic.
0: That would be my advice. Absolutely. And that's, um, you know, hosting these spaces has helped us a lot lot with that as well, because we bring on so many founders. and We've met so many cool people in the space just from hosting these spaces and having people on. And, you know, it's cool, too, because sometimes we bring on two or three different communities and the founders don't know each other, but they hop on and they find that they have a lot of stuff in common. And then next thing you know, we see them working together, which is really cool that we can, you know, get projects together to do that kind of stuff as well.
2: Sorry, I uh, I pressed the mute button. i was still talking. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I agree with you. And I think uh, you know we've met we've met quite a few people through Twitter Spaces and things we've done. um, In the early phases, I didn't have as much time to do it, and I still don't have that much time to do it. But I'm making time for myself to make sure that we can give space for these and to meet new projects because I think it's quite important in how we move forward. And we get to meet awesome people like you with cool new project ideas. And not only do I find it that we can uh, make new friends and make new partnerships, but also find inspiration and motivation uh, in our own project from seeing what other people do. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I-, I will just say, thank you so much for-, for having us on. I know we're hitting that hour mark now, but I really appreciate it and looking forward to what we can do in the future and just want to give a big thank you.
0: Yeah. And again, you know, we really appreciate you appreciate what you guys are doing for the space and appreciate you coming on to our space tonight. And, Look forward to seeing what you guys continue to do in this space and look forward to seeing what odd one, um, out continues to do. And, uh, yeah, man, we really appreciate you and definitely stay in touch. All
2: right. Thanks so much. Thank you for having us. And let's chat soon. You have me on discord. So DM me, get my number, call me, FaceTime me.
0: Let's have our kids talk on zoom, (laughs) whatever, (laughs) Yeah, But, but thank you so much. Very also, nice to meet you in Bali this summer. We might, my family might just stay at your place this summer. We'll see you soon. That's fine. I have an extra room. You're more than welcome to stay. <laughs> <laughs> well, really appreciate you, man. And we'll, we'll talk soon. Definitely. Um, uh, Good luck with the project and can't wait to see uh, the announcements and stuff that you have planned soon.
2: Yeah. Thanks so much, guys. I appreciate it. We'll chat with you soon. Have a good day, everyone. See
0: you. Yeah. You everybody. You, for Take care. Time. Another fantastic space. We'll talk to you guys soon. We'll we'll be back on Sunday talking to a couple other projects. All right. Bye-bye. See you.